Welcome, I am Stuart Cohen, your group guru, and this is the Group Sales Power Hour podcast. Our mission here is to help travel entrepreneurs, may I call you a travel entrepreneur, build a bigger, better group business. Uh, we've been doing this since 2015 when I launched the Group Sales Bootcamp from the ground up, and I couldn't be happier that you're with me right now, right here. Hello to all of my boot campers. Uh, good morning. Hans was first in the house. Ramona's here and she's got something to share. Uh, Nancy's here and she's got good news. We're going to share some of that good news too. And Karen's here. Ray is here. Thank you, Ray. You like my hat. I, I made a commitment that for every podcast, I was going to wear a different hat. And I told you to keep count because it's going to be a long time since I wear the same hat twice but thank you i actually have three of these hats and i i love them they're fun really fun and i haven't been going out enough to wear them in public so i might as well wear them for you i appreciate it so here's what we've got on the agenda today i do have a poll and i'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna start off with the poll and while the poll is out there i'm going to put the microphone on for you ramona because you are just back from a fam trip to Cancun, and we want to get a quick review that you can share with our other travel entrepreneurs on the line. So I'm going to put your microphone on just a minute. Next on the agenda, after we do the poll, hear from Ramona, I've got a case study that I'm so grateful that Linda from Cruises Inc., she sent in. So I want to review this case study Point by point, I think there's good stuff to learn and be inspired from Linda's efforts as she gets her group business off the ground. After that, I am so grateful to boot camper Natasha from Millennial Destinations, a destination wedding planner and group travel consultant, for asking a really great question, okay, and, and really wanting to source information not only from me, but from you. All of the other group travel professionals on the line right now and in the audience about your group leaders. If you don't go or can't go, do you prepare or how do you prepare? Or I could just leave it as do you prepare your group leader to be the group leader to actually do the escorting, the on site work? It's heavy duty, and, and you and I both know that this is where so many groups go wrong. If you don't go or can't go or they don't want you to go and, and something goes wrong, which almost always it can because things change at the venue, particularly on cruise ships, having worked on the cruise line side, I can tell you for sure, things change. And if you're not there, are you preparing your group leader? So, Natasha, great question. We're going to tackle that. We're going to tackle it from Linda. And, and we've got so much good stuff to talk about. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got oh, Karen's here. Um, okay, good. We've got a lot of stuff to cover. So right now, I'm going to launch the poll. So pay attention. And if you're, in the, if you're listening to this as a podcast, I will read the poll to you. But I'm going to launch it. And then, Ramona, at the same time, I'm going to put your microphone on so we can get a brief um, a brief overview from you about your experience in, unmute Ramona, uh, in Cancun. Ramona, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Terrific. Thank you. All right. Let me take a minute, Ramona, to, re to read the poll to everybody so you know what I'm asking here. What's your strategy for escorting slash traveling with your group? So it's kind of for escorting and or traveling. I mean, everyone has a different name for it, but you're the, as a travel advisor, what's your strategy? And basically you can pick one or more of the, of the answers. Okay. It could be, I do not escort my groups. It could be, I sometimes or always escort my groups or the answer could be i train the group leader so they are well prepared so basically you can answer 
uh, because sometimes it it could be two or three, right? Sometimes they're always escort. And if you can't go, which is something that Natasha brought up in her, her memo to me, are you training the group leader to do that job? She brings up a great point because if you're not going, friends, whether you can't or they don't want you to go, they better be prepared or else (laughs) everything that can go wrong might. I hate to be the critic, but I've got to be honest with you. That's why my nickname is The Wrench. I think Ramona knows that, right? You know, Mike Mike Marshia, because you're you're signed up for our mastermind. He calls me The Wrench. Why? Because I'm I'm a champ at throwing a wrench into everything. I do it in a loving way, but I try to bring your attention to, uh uh-oh, what if? So we're prepared. Hey, Ramona, thanks for joining me right now. You're welcome. You're most welcome. Uh, let me close the poll and share the results. So, Ramona, tell us where you're just back from. Okay. I am just back from Cancun with Palace Resorts. Um, our BDM, our partner, led us in a fam trip. We spent three days going to the properties there. We covered um, beaches. Um, Sun Palace, LeBlanc, Isla Mujeres, the Grand, and Moon. And uh, it was just phenomenal. Um, Everyone is very aware of COVID, wearing masks, sanitizing everything. And um, I didn't want to leave. I just wanted to stay. (laughs) Really? Wow. So basically, you you saw that, that they are prepared to welcome us there are measures in place so here's a really key question and and let's 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 make the assumption which is a good assumption that none of your clients or nobody's clients are listening to this because this is a show for a program coaching program for travel entrepreneurs like yourself are you comfortable be honest now are you comfortable sending clients there when they ask you hey Ramona what would you do what, when you were there? Did you feel comfortable? And, and can I still have a, a great time despite some of the new the nuances that are in place? How would you respond? I would tell them, yes, I'm extremely comfortable sending them there because of the protocols that are in place with Palace Resorts. I did not go to any other resorts um, on the FAM, but extremely comfortable because sanitization was everywhere, the the distancing was there, and we had a blast. I mean, when we were on Isla Mujeres, we rented the golf carts and just went around the island and just walking amongst the the people of Mexico was just amazing, and they were so friendly, and they were so happy to have us there. That's what impressed me the most. They were happy to have us there. Very nice. So uh, I'm hearing that you would give favorable reviews of your experience at all of these resorts and that you would be open and honest with your clients when they ask because this has been a big issue for me as a coach travel entrepreneurs are saying to me hey so what 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 do we tell them when we ask and i think i may have mentioned this in the last power hour podcast i suggest that before you before you give them your opinion you need to understand what their anxieties are because we all have different levels of anxieties and trepidations uh, and sort of answer their question with a question which is well well what 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 are your what are your biggest concerns and then say well he, here's what here's what I would consider before taking my family or going with my friends to this destination and let them sort of make the decision on their own. And you, Ramona, having having the experience on property, on site, being there, you can tell them sort of in real time what it was like for you and, and how it answered those key questions that you would consider before you went with your friends or family. So I, you definitely have a leg up that you experienced. I don't know if, how many other travel entrepreneurs have gone on fam trips and experienced this, but more power to you for taking time out to go there, to study, to take notes, and be more equipped to be their travel 
advisor. I agree with you on, on that. Having firsthand experience there, that just gives me a leg up on everybody else who is not traveling. And to make it clear that the United States, and, and I love our country, but we are not the end all be all. There's so much more sanitization going on in some of those some other areas than what we're doing here. And there's a lot we can learn from the other countries of what they're doing to help prevent the, vi the spread of the virus. And just to be amongst the, the people who just, they miss us. They really, really miss us. Mm -hmm. And they're at 60% occupancy right now Is in the resorts. Right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, that must have been fascinating trying to tour the grand because the, as far as i'm concerned the grand is its own continent it is such a huge i'm sorry not the grand moon palace cancun is its own continent it's so vast yes and, and the only one we got to see was nazuk because sunrise is under uh remodel remodeling right now so okay. yes well ramona i'm, I'm going to mute your mic right now thank you thank very you. much for uh for sharing and 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 friends, I, I think what's great is that we, we hear perspective. And you, again, as a trusted travel advisor, I've been saying this since February, these are your leadership moments. And what does that mean? It means that if, if you can be a leader, which is also being an influencer, then you're clients and unclients and prospects and followers uh, will come to you. What do you think? What'd you see? How was it? So it's important that you have that perspective. And I know you can't be everywhere, friends. You can't go to every destination. That's impossible. But you can educate yourself and understand what that particular destination or what that particular resort is doing. And, and be equipped to give facts and allow your client or unclient or prospect or a follower to make the choice, should I go or not, right? So that's beautiful. Again, that, that's, that's what leadership is, right? Because you wanna be followed. People follow the leaders and I, that's who I want you to be, especially when it comes to groups. So you're not just dealing with a couple here and a couple here, you're dealing with lots of couples or lots of singles, whatever. But I, I believe now more than ever, because we're told to be distancing, that makes us miss being together that much more. And I believe groups, and you know this, I've said this before, are going to rebound bigger and better than ever before. And you need to be ready. Don't, don't say you are, you think you are, you hope you are. Now's the time to put in the hard work to, to be ready. Uh, let's see if we have any more comments here. Uh, let's see, Karen said, Ramona the Grand at Moon Palace. Oh, she asked, I, I turned Ramona's mic off, but is the Grand uh, at Moon worth the extra money? So we're not going to go into that level of detail. Karen, I'm, I'm happy to answer that question uh, quick, quickly because I've been there multiple times. I've, I've actually done uh, a number of speaking events at Moon Palace and at the Grand. I've done several group summits for Nexion. I've done uh, I've uh, done several keynote speeches for Palace when they actually have their, uh, well, had, but would have their, their big uh, conferences and their global sales conferences, and I've been to both, and they are different, and the answer is yes. The answer is yes. So I, I hope that sums it up. All right, so let me read you the poll results, and then we're going to go to Linda's uh, case study here that I'm looking forward to getting your participation on. And I see, oh, we got a full house today. Natasha's here. Good, good, good. Linda's here too. Terrific, terrific. Thank you. So remember, the question is, what, what was your, what's your strategy for escorting and or traveling with your groups? And there are three possible answers. You can, you can answer more than one. And none of you picked, I do not escort my groups, which makes me so happy, so pleased. I would stand up and do the happy dance, but I don't want to mess up the perfect setup here. That's good news because because you, you you got to or you got to send somebody to do it for you. 
But 100%, every one of you said, I sometimes or always escort my group. So that pleases me. Okay. And then 14% of you, a very low number, answered, I trained the group leaders so they are well prepared. Let me read it again. Only 14% said, I trained the group leaders so they're well prepared. So, Natasha, I, you're onto something here. And for those of you who uh, are in my group sales boot camp, you know that in boot camp, I give you 92, it's a document, it's a downloadable PDF, 92 things you need to do, need to be prepared for, need to be aware of when you escort the group. 92. And I know what you're thinking. Really? You couldn't come up with eight more to round it off at 100? <laughs> well, I got news for you. If I went back to it today, right, and did a review, I bet you I could I can add an additional eight, just either looking at some new technologies or some, some new concerns, right? Some new concerns we have about what travel looks like today and may look like tomorrow, or at least for the foreseeable future. Okay, here we go. Listen up, everybody. Linda from Cruises Inc. This is her case study, and I'm going to make some comments as we go along, and then as and then we're going to go to Natasha. But in the meantime, in the interim, if you have any thoughts, comments, stuff to share, remember this is high engagement. I want you to let your fingers do the typing. I want to hear from you. I want you to either type or say, Stuart, put my mic on. I want to make a comment. I want to make a suggestion. I want to give you an observation. That's what makes this, this uh, coaching program uh, more engaging, more successful, is because we're, you're here in my office today, and we're talking. We're hanging out, and we're going to leave here transformed. There's going to be something that happens today, if it hasn't already, that's going to make you happy, that's going to get you motivated. And, and I, I, I'm reading this book here for a, a second time. Have you read this book? Og Mandino, The Greatest Salesman in the World. I read it because it's such an uplifting book. And uh, uh, one of the statements here that I'm really hooked on, and I'm sort of building a keynote. I'm, I'm almost finished recording a keynote for a Dream Vacations. That's due on Friday. It has to be pre-recorded. We were supposed to be on a ship. We're not. And one of the common things that, that I'm weaving through my keynote speech is I will persist until I succeed. So I will tell you, friends, persist until you succeed. And, and that really ties in what, what Linda has tried here. So listen carefully and share with me your thoughts and comments, because I will. My two most successful groups were unofficial groups. So Linda calls them unofficial groups. So that I could get experience working with groups, I decided to plan a family reunion with our own family. So let me stop right there. Linda, you call your you call that an unofficial group. I think you're selling yourself short. This is an official group, right? That's that's an it's okay for, if you do it. I, I I encourage you all, whether you've been in business for years or not, you should be doing family groups regularly, or at least you be the group leader for your own group. Now I know some of you are like, uh, no, Stuart, we really prefer not to travel with our families. Maybe Linda would travel with your family. But my point is, if you're just looking to get your feet wet, to get in the game, to practice your craft, that's a good start. And it's a good way to practice for years to come. I sent out surveys. I love surveys. You should all be sending out surveys asking where everyone would like to go, what they would like to do, and what was a good time. Now, that's a little bit risky, friends, when you are asking so many questions. Guess what happens? You will get so many answers. So it definitely helps, friends, that when you're sending a survey out, you ask as few questions as possible. So you, you at least try to bubble it up, right? So you get, uh, you're, you're able to condense the answers. You, you're, you don't, you want to disappoint as few people as possible, right? So the more choices, the more answers you're going to get. But she, but Lindy did the right thing by getting the survey out. And uh, so in, in the survey, so this was this was pre-pandemic, cruises, resort, uh, Caribbean, Florida, mountains of Colorado, right? And it was great. It's family, so it's casual. It's okay. I, I'm not being hypercritical here. I'm just analyzing this again as a case study. 
this is funny. This is where it gets funny. What was picked was my least favorite thing to do. And that was camping. <laughs> Again, some of you are saying, but wait, why is camping a group? Friends, any experience doing a group is experience doing a group. It's okay. So this is official. Then I had my uh, kids uh, I get my kids involved. They were supposed to help pick possible places. But my daughters don't like camping any more than I do. <laughs> Poor Linda. My niece, whoever stepped up, and she and I finally picked a place. Ended up going to Chatfield Reservoir in Denver. By the way, Linda, the pictures you sent me were precious. Absolutely precious. Thank you. It really, I happen to love camping. I'm a, I am used to camp with all my friends, and I took my kids camping. So I'm okay with camping. My niece and I ended up planning, um, and she and her husband volunteered to cook, shop for the food, planned activities. So what's great, Linda, is that you had, uh, you gave people responsibilities. So, so listen, friends, wh whether you are the group leader planning a group or you're working with a group, this is this is great experience that Linda got by planning, by organizing. What do we need? What don't we need? Playing the what if game. What if we run out of this way? You know, th this is very important skills that you can learn from even a simple camping group. All in all, we ended up with 22 people. We really did have fun. And that was her very first group experience. So I, I want to tell you and encourage you that, you know, some of us define groups. Oh, my goodness, it's got to be on a cruise ship or it's, you know, it's got to be 100 people. I got to make a ton of money. That's not how we should be classifying and grading uh, the groups that we do. I think it's good practice, again, whether you're first starting or if it's your first rodeo or not, to do groups like this so you can try different things and practice your organizational skills, your leadership skills. Okay. I just want to see if there's any comments on this here. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Linda said this really did take quite a bit of planning. I bet. Here's the thing about camping. You you, you got to bring everything, right? The stove, sometimes the grills, everything. You're not being served, so more power to you. I know it. In fact, I have the most complete camping list ever written in the world because every year I would add to it of all the things I forgot. One year, get this. One year, we left late after work on a Friday from Long Island to some campground in Connecticut. I lived in the Northeast. We got there. We had to keep our, our car headlights on so that we could see as we set up the tent. Uh, we went with another couple, and we all had, so between us, four kids. They were little kids. They were tired and hungry. And we opened up the van and started to set up the tent. And guess who forgot the poles? me. I've, I don't think I've ever revealed this publicly because it's slightly embarrassing, but it was hilarious now. In retrospect, we didn't bring the poles to the tent. We ended up staying at a hotel that night, bought a new tent in the morning, and uh, I added poles to my list of the most camping list ever on earth. And Karen said, my idea of camping now is a holiday inn. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, next one. Listen, my second group experience was, again, an unofficial group. Don't sell yourself short, Linda. These are all groups, everybody. My daughter and her friend were going to book a cruise, so my sister and I decided to go. Uh, and then from there, um, th there were more people who went, friends and cousins and uh, granddaughters, niece. So here you go. You, you see a snowball effect. People want to go, right? Isn't that beautiful? And some people, uh, so Linda, you tried to promote this to your family too. And I guess having come off the camping trip, uh, they preferred camping and not cruising because they, they didn't want to go. Um, and, and you were two cabins short of a group. So when I, when I see two cabins short of a group, I'm assuming that means you missed the, the TC. All right. And, and again, let's not classify a group as a group if it only earns you a tour conductor. That's that. That's not how we categorize it. Now, I know some suppliers will say, you can't get a group rate, you can't get group amenities unless you have a minimum number of people or staterooms or rooms blocked. I get that, but it's a group nonetheless. And she went on to say she had a blast. So 
something I, I want to tell you is that here, uh, it's very important, friends, that even if it's family, even if it's friends, you follow my group launch sequence that I teach you in boot camp. Don't ever, please, I say this lovingly, don't ever assume everyone's going. Right. And in this next story, you're going to hear exactly how what transpired here, because at first everyone's going to be jumping up and down saying, I'm going, let's go. Here we go. But you need to do the group launch sequence for so many reasons. Especially to build momentum and give people a sense of urgency. You have to give people a sense of urgency. If you don't, nobody's going to show up when you open up the door for business. All right, come on in. I'm taking your money now. Crickets, where is everybody? You've got to build enormous momentum. The, the biggest sales day of, uh, of for that group needs to be the day you open for business. The day you say, we're open, come and get it, limited space, that's got to be your single biggest day when you open up for sale with a group. And that's what my group launch sequence teaches you to do. So check this out. The other group I attempted was a family reunion for Fourth of July week cruise of 2020. And again, uh, I, Linda did prefaces. This was this began promotions back in 19, 2019. They were going on Royal Caribbean and they wanted to spend a perfect day at Coco Cay. So all sounded good from there. My group leader could not get her family on board. Pardon the pun. So I offered to do some Skype meetings. Now. First, an accolade. Great job. I know a lot of group leaders are going to say, no, 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 we don't need to do the group loan sequence. I got it. I got it. You know, um, well, no, you I, I don't care if this is family or friends. You are the leader. You are the expert. You can't leave this to chance. I guarantee you, everyone in the audience right now has had a group. I guarantee it where the group leader says, or you are the group leader. Oh, yeah. Piece of cake, everyone's showing up. This is going to be huge, big success. And then all of a sudden, there's this big thud, a giant sucking sound when you open up the doors for business. Nobody buys because the momentum wasn't there. The urgency wasn't there. Everyone is waiting for the other person to go. So here's what happened. I love the fact, Linda, that you offered to do the Skype meetings. But the problem is Linda's group leader wouldn't let her do the talking. The group leader insisted. And guess what? It was it ended up not going. Because unless that group leader knows what you know, knows how to do the series of, of information presentations, right? Which is what we know in, in group launch sequence, it's probably not going to work unless they really have the gift of gab and the gift of salesmanship and and they understand that when you when you talk about a group opportunity when you're selling anything friends especially in travel listen to me carefully it needs to be benefits over features benefits over features it's not just about the ship it's not just about the stateroom it's not just about uh the the food it's how will that ship make you feel? What will we do? What kinds of foods are available and how we will we enjoy it? And, and what are some of the theme nights? You need to immerse them. You need to get their mouth, their, their taste buds salivating and eager and excited. You need to walk through the itinerary day by day. This is what we do in the group launch sequence. You take them on board. You take them to the hotel. A day in the life of this trip. Who's in? Who's on? Okay. And that's how we need to roll this out. It simply can't be, hey, it's $4.99. Deposit is due here. And, you know, all the features with no benefits. It's just not going to work like that. And, and here's where it, it started to fall apart. She had enough for 10 cabins. We were going to do pre and post hotels. And then when it came to putting the money, she wasn't sure if she could get all the family to pay when they should. So another reason why you need to take control. Groups, organizations, associations, even families hire you to take control. They don't want the burden on their back. They want somebody to blame should something go wrong. 
They have their own jobs. Some of them don't want the burden and the title and the responsibility of doing all the sales process. And I understand, Linda, maybe there was nothing you could have done. This group leader was insistent on doing it themselves, and it failed. Maybe, Linda, if you had taken over the reins, and I'm sure you tried, it still might have failed. We don't know. Maybe the affinity wasn't strong enough, friends, right? Maybe the group leader was great, was magical, was the social butterfly. People loved being with him or her. But at the end of the day, if the affinity wasn't strong enough, if the product wasn't right, if the price wasn't right, if the timing was so many different reasons why it failed, then maybe even if you had given it your very best, Linda, it still might not have worked. Uh, but at the end of the day, friends, these are considerations before you take on a group you need to consider. You want them to hire you. You take that burden eagerly because this is your expertise. It's something you've prepared for. And because Stu Cohen in Group Sales Bootcamp told you that you can do it. You can do it. How to do it. You will persist until you succeed. You will persist until you succeed. Unfortunately, they had to cancel. And they would have had to cancel anyway, since it was July 2020. And Linda says, next time I'm going to assist on uh, doing Zoom meetings and getting the BM BDM involved too. And those are good. Those are great because I think maybe more people, you know, Zoom could be more flexible for those meetings. The, getting the BDM involved is always a great idea. If you can, I think it's terrific. That adds a level of integrity. Uh, and, and, and more people, I think, could even show up. If they don't know you, well, why should I come here? You, Linda. Well, I've got a, Linda is, is powerful enough. Look, she holds sway. She, she's got the BDM. Come on board. Now, understand, a consumer doesn't know what BDM is, right? You know, we, we, we're so comfortable with this travel lingo. We got to be careful not to use it with the consumer. You have no idea what a BDM is. You got to tell them what a BDM is, business development manager. When I started off in the business, it was DSM, District Sales Manager. In any case, this is a great case study, Linda. I appreciate you sharing. Uh, and in summary, don't sell yourself short because even failures are successes because we learn, especially when we don't make the same, make the same mistake twice. And these are not guaranteed, but it, there's things you can do, processes to follow to maximize your percentages of successes. And one of the most important things, friends, is that you take control. You are the you ultimately are the leader. All right. So I'm going to put this down and I'm getting ready to transition to Natasha's. We're going to talk about a potential group leader toolkit. You're going to you're going to really love this one, too. But let me check the boards here uh, to see what what you, what you uh, our travel entrepreneurs are saying. Let's see. Um, Kara, oh Nancy, you're a sub, your substitute in school for a high school art teacher in class till 1230. I, I had no idea. I'm very impressed. Good for you. That's a talent. That's a skill set. Karen D, a boot camper, said yesterday I was despondent. That's a big word because Sandals canceled my fam trip since Emerald Bay is not opening till January. But I was able now to change South Coast. Uh, in Jamaica over Thanksgiving. So she has changed to South Coast in Jamaica over Thanksgiving since I can't go home to Boston anyway. I'm looking forward to sanding my toes and fruity umbrella drinks. That sounds good. That sounds like fun. And by the way, Karen, I, I don't think you were on before. I was talking to Ramona earlier with our mastermind. We're still waiting to hear from Moon Palace, Jamaica. I do hope in next March 2021, we'll be uh, dipping our, our Wait, uh, oh yeah, getting sand in your toes and having fruity and bella drinks there. That would be lovely to all do together. Um, let's see, Ray said, I don't do enough to prepare the group leader to be the group leader. Let me say this again. I want you to all hear how honest and authentic Ray is right now when she says, I don't do enough to prepare the group leader to be the group leader. See, Natasha? I, you have really, that's what I love about this 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 uh, coaching hour, because I, I can sit here and talk all day long. That's easy for me. 
However, when, when I get your feedback, you men and women are doing the work. You're faced with the challenges. And, and I guarantee you, your challenge is shared by many others. And if you in the audience have come up with resolutions and solutions, do share. You can inspire Ray, you can inspire Natasha, and we're gonna tackle that in just a second. So hang on, Ray. Karen, uh, Karen D is back. She said, my chef had, because Karen does culinary, that's her specialty, her niche, culinary tours, groups. My chef had to have me go on to deal with all the just uh, had so the chef had Karen go there to deal with all the logistics while he played hostess with the mostest. Do you hear do you hear what Karen's saying? This I want you to use these words the next time a group leader said, We don't need you there. I'm not paying for you to be there. You don't need to be there. What does it take? It's a piece of cake. What could go wrong? Use those words. Say, I'm gonna do be I'm be in charge of logistics. You go play hostess with the mostest. Go have fun. Don't you want to have fun with your people, with your friends, with your family, with your organization, with your colleagues? Go have fun. Enjoy. Worry about your relationships and your engagement with your with your with your group. I'll be in the back of the house taking care of all the details while you're having fun. Because this is going to be very stressful for you. So thank you for, for sharing that. Uh, when we were on the motor coach, I was always calling ahead to the next activity, the next restaurant to reconfirm reservations. With up to nine restaurants and four to five major activities, I had to go to make sure all went well in England or Scotland. Thank you, Karen D, for sharing that. You play such a pivotal role in the success of a group. I'm so glad you went, I'm so glad you shared, and I sure hope and I believe your chef and friends, all of your group leaders will see how hard you're working. I mean, you're not gonna, this is not a vacation for you. You could tell them that, this is no vacation for me. I'll be working my tail off so that you don't have to. Oh, you can use that. I'll be working my tail off so you don't have to. Um, Hans said, I have never escorted a group where something did not go wrong, including a denied boarding, lost luggage, and other things. Thank you, Hans, for sharing. It's reality. This stuff happens. Stuff happens. And when you're there, you're the professional. You can either have proacted beforehand, before you get there, to think of, to know of all the things that could possibly go wrong and to have a plan, you know, having the cell phone number so that you can reach the meeting planner, let's say, at the resort or on the ship. There's so many things and boot campers make sure you look over my list of 92 things to do to prepare for to be a, uh, a great host, a great escort. I think that'll really help. And if you think of another eight, let me know. Linda said, uh, no, we already got you, Linda. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Linda, we had five cabins, so we didn't get the points to do special things. So Linda's going back to that other group that she said they didn't qualify for a group because they didn't qualify to get the amenity points to do uh, other things. Um, Linda also asked, so how do you take control when the group leader doesn't want you to? Well, there you need to make an assessment, Linda. Listen up, everybody. If you have a group leader that won't allow you to take control, you need to really do some soul searching and you need to see if you believe they can handle it. Do they have any experience? Are they truly leaders? And are they open to being uh, being taught and receiving, which is what we're going to talk about with, uh, with Natasha shortly, um, some of the points that they may have no idea. What if they've never, ever, ever escorted a group before but what if they are the leader in their organization and they are accomplished event planners what if they've hosted and coordinated meetings maybe linda maybe it's okay to share that level of responsibility 
or to take a little bit more of a back seat because you believe they do have the skills. So there's no easy answer other than if you believe, friends, that the group leader who is not allowing you to take control is not going to be able to do it on their own, is not giving you the power, is not empowering you to make sure things go well, go smoothly, let alone that you sell it the right way and get deposits in on time and everything, then you may have to consider walking away. It may not be a group that's worth the juice. Did that make any sense? I don't know. I think I'm thinking of that, that quote, you know, if the juice ain't worth the squeeze, because you don't want to end up doing a nightmare group situation, friends. Have you been there before and you regret saying, why, why, why did I take it on? Why am I doing this? It's okay to say no. And you know what happens too? In some cases, that group leader who you fire may come back and say, I'll tell you what, we do need you. This is getting all complicated. It's all complex. I don't want to have to deal with all these details. Would you come back and do it? Then you know you got yourself a win, I believe. If they don't come back, you move on. You find a client who understands your value. And that's one of the basic foundations of, of this whole conversation. Do they know your value? Do, do they know what you bring to the table? Do they know why they're hiring you? You're not in it just to make a commission because if you were, you're just simply an agent. You're not. You're an advisor. And that, it's a game changer. You're an expert in your field. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Karen adds, presentation also depends on the group leader if they are someone special. My chef worked at Buckingham Palace, so he has the wow factor that when he talks, people listen. He's a great people person. So that's one of the few times it's okay for him to talk to the majority of the time and allow me to talk uh, more about logistics. Absolutely, Karen. I completely, every case is different. Uh, Nancy, uh, Nancy D said, we chat, uh, we'll chat about, um, oh, oh, okay, so for your mic. All right, hang on a second. Uh, I want to get to Natasha and, and then Nancy. Let me see if I, I want to hear your words too. Um, okay, Ray said, I need to better understand what I need to do to make it better for the group leader and myself. I hear you. Hey, Doreen, Doreen's in the house. Uh, hi, uh, hi, Stuart. Want to be happy group members here? Thank you. I apologize for being late, but my appointment ran late. That's okay. Uh, if there is time, can you repeat the possible March 2021 event? I'm planning for FAM educational events. Oh, so real quick, I don't want to take up everybody's time, but we're, we're, we've requested uh, early March, first two weeks of March, Moon Palace, Jamaica, to reschedule our mastermind. That was postponed twice already. I'm happy to give you more details on that separate. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, and then Nancy, hang on. So let's tackle this, everybody. And then, uh, then Nancy's going to share with us. I hope you'll still be able to do that. Okay, this is great. Now, this is Natasha from Millennial Destinations. So really two key, key questions Natasha has. Now, I'll, I'll read you what, you, what, you, what she's written. So this is a great case study. Does anyone, does anyone else have a group leader toolkit, parentheses, binder, that they have prepared for their groups? if you're not traveling. So that's one big question I'm asking for everybody right now. Okay, do you have a group leader toolkit, something that you prepared for the group leader? If you can't go or they don't want you to go, whatever, so that they uh, have a, a binder, something with all the to-dos in case of emergency. I know you highly recommend, so Natasha's talking to me, that we travel with the groups, I do, in case something goes wrong, uh, that you're present to correct the issue. Yes, but what if you're unable to attend the group due to some unforeseen reason? And it's a, that's reasonable. You Look, if you've got a thriving group business, I, I don't think you can possibly go on multiple groups a year. Maybe you can. Maybe you've got a great back, back, back office, you know, back home. You've got staff or colleagues or, or consultants that can help you, or maybe you hire somebody. I know agencies who hire group leaders. I ask because I'm working on my foundation, my systems, my workflows in my business. I would like to prepare a group leader toolkit for my group leader in case I cannot attend. I, I so admire 
your your goal, your mission, your effort, and your concept here. I truly am, because it's going to happen where either you can't go, they don't want you to go, but they need to be prepared. And I love it because this is still showing you're a leader. So the idea of a group leader toolkit came to mind. What are your thoughts on this and what would you recommend to include within the binder besides? So here are the things that Natasha lists here. A copy of the signed group agreement letter. Look, 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 hold on. Two thumbs up. That's something we teach in group sales boot camp. You got to have a signed group agreement letter. Put it in there. Remember, it holds you both accountable. And I, th I think that's critically important. Perfect. Number two, a copy of the group reservation listing, including room numbers, room type, and bed type. Absolutely. So basically, a manifest. It's got to be a guest manifest with all the important information so that the group leader knows who everybody is, where they're staying, and, and just in case they have to reference something about a booking. Maybe somebody says, oh, I didn't, this is not what I bought. No, this is what you bought. Here's your reservation too. And plus, when the group leader may be having a conversation with the hotel or with the cruise ship, uh, they, they have a checklist too, so they can compare manifests because sometimes things inadvertently, oddly change. Sometimes a consumer may call the cruise line or hotel direct and make a change after you've already finalized your manifest. A copy of flight arrivals and departures, 100,000%. I did all uh, I had. I made this for myself when I escorted my wife and I escorted my group. As you all know, on the partial ship charter I did on Amar Waterways, we had all this stuff. A copy of the ground transportation. Absolutely. That's critically important because what if you get a phone call? What if they get a phone call? Hey, where do I catch that bus? Where do I catch this taxi? Where, you know, where do I go for this or that? Uh, you you want to have all those critical phone numbers right there in case there's a no show. In case somebody shows up late and you got to call ground transportation back, say, hey, go back, pick them up. Group excursion information. Absolutely important. What if they're waiting on the dock or waiting for a pickup and they're not there? Or wouldn't it be great for that group leader to know, hey, call ahead, call in the morning. Hi, we're going to see you at noon, right? Great, thanks, bye. That's what you need to do. And Karen referenced this before about reconfirming reservations. A copy of guest emergency contacts, name and number. Bingo, huge, very important. I, I I wonder how many group leaders go out, they escort their groups, and they don't have this important list of, of emergency contacts and, and even just basic health uh, scenarios. Now, I shared with you in boot camp, friends, that a questionnaire, the confidential questionnaire we sent to everybody, and we told everybody, this information, we will bring with us on the cruise. It will be kept in a sealed envelope and only opened in case of emergency. So we knew what medications people were on, if they had any situations that we needed to be aware of just in case somebody got ill, just in case somebody got hurt. This is so important for you or so important for the group leader, whoever is on site and escorting to have this so that in the gosh forbid case, something goes wrong. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets sick. You don't waste time trying to find this information. It's right at your fingertips. Brilliant. So I think that is uh, absolutely hands down. And and then and, and I'm, I'm going to add to this. The other question is what tools? So here's another question for you: Are you using to communicate with clients remotely while in a destination? So Natasha, this is a great question. Uh, a walkie-talkies, uh, like Voxer, or messaging uh, messaging app for your smartphone, or WhatsApp, right? That's very, very common. Or Travify Pro mobile app. So she listed a couple of options here, Voxer, WhatsApp, or Travify. So let me start there. You know, back in the day, it used to be the walkie-talkie. You remember? I still have. I have must have a dozen walkie-talkies because when I would cruise with my family years ago, I would give the kids, give everybody a little walkie-talkie so we knew where they were in the ship. These days, of course, everyone's got the iPhone and you can shut off airplane, you know, put on airplane mode and still communicate. Um, but but so let me make this suggestion. I would love to hear from you. And if you're listening to this as a podcast after the fact, make sure you post it maybe in the group sales success summit in that Facebook group, what you use, because I think 
one of the things you need to consider, Natasha and everybody, is the audience. Based on their age group, okay, they may prefer different ways of communicating, right? So some of them may be like, oh yeah, WhatsApp, of course, no brainer, piece of cake. Some of them would be like, you know, who knows? This particular group of people, this demographic, they're like, WhatsApp, what's what's WhatsApp? <laughs> WhatsApp, what's WhatsApp? Oh, wow, that's a tongue twister. You know what I'm saying, right? And some of them might prefer the old school walkie-talkie. Some of them might say, no, the iPhone messaging is fine. But I, I would I would start there. And the Travify Pro mobile app, so that's that's something in maybe all of these that you would have to tell the group leader and either everybody in the group or some of the key leaders in the group, make sure you download this app and let's connect. I know... And some of you I've seen on conferences on cruise ships uh, last year, because it was about a year ago this time, I did Nest Fest, okay, their big 15th anniversary celebration. And uh, um, we, uh, well, wow, I can't even remember. See, that's ADHD in me. I, I, I made a random left turn. I have no idea where, where I was going. Oh, yes, now I remember. Ding, ding, ding. Wait, there it is. I got it. So when I was on that ship, it was the Eurodam, or when I'm, when I'm doing a conference, let's say the Dream Vacations conference, or any conference I'm doing this on a ship, they usually have some kind of a conference app, or it could be the cruise line has a specific app that right, enables you to communicate with everybody. Uh, so that might be a solution too. That might be, that brand, Natasha, may have an app. So let me just chime in here. Everything you've listed here is great. One thing that I don't see in here, which I know you meant to include, is the agenda, is the hour-by-hour hour agenda, so they know, and the room name, and the location of the room, especially if it gets complex, and what the room, how the room is supposed to be designed, how it's supposed to be set up, uh, you know, is it, is it set up uh, cocktail style, theater style, whatever. The co key contact names of the people uh, either on the ship or at the hotel, right? Those key, those key names, right? So agenda, down to the very, very, very specifics. Uh, if there's audio, video, I mean everything. It, it's got to be sort of the Bible for that event. Everything that's taking place day by day, right? And um, let's see here. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Those are the two things that come come out to me that I see missing. Otherwise. I think you've got a very, very complete list, and I'm going to keep thinking on this. And, hmm, ah, coffee's not hot, but it's still good. Um, I'm going to keep adding to this, but let me check the boards to see what everyone else has added. And, Nancy, tell me if you're ready, Nancy. I'm going to unmute you while I check the boards here. Um, and love it. Let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Uh, uh, mastermind it's okay Doreen I got you covered and Karen you said you do have a binder that you take uh, Doreen said a binder is an excellent idea let me just say okay so Nancy I'm gonna unmute you just so we're ready I just want to um, uh, Nancy I unmuted you you, you got to unmute there you go hi Nancy hey Stuart how are you I couldn't be better thank you that's great let, let me just check here uh, Karen says she used she used WhatsApp um, Karen also said, we only had 12 to 18 people in my groups. I used to give them a sm small laminated list of all attendees and phone numbers, as well as the itinerary, uh, a little three inch by four inch laminated card to put in their pocket. That's great. Linda, you are most welcome. And there's a few more comments, but I w we want to hear from Nancy right now. Hey, what have you got for us, Nancy? And now, uh, just so everybody knows, Nancy is in boot camp, uh, very active and very very agile. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, right, Stuart. Nancy? No, yeah. seriously. Flexible. You, flexible. <laughs> yes, flexible in terms of, you, okay, I can't go that way. We're going to go this way. You know, we're going to do domestic trips, motor coach trips. Oh, then we're going to go to to to, yeah. to Europe. So, so what do you have to share with us? Well, first of all, I went back to high school. I, a uh, friend of mine encouraged me to get 
to come in and be a dedicated substitute teacher at this school here in Portland, Maine that has the most diverse student body and faculty north of Boston. There's like 27 different languages and kids from all over the world, a few that have just arrived, that their stories just blowing me away because they came across to Brazil and then walked to the border and ended up in San Antonio. Oh my, I could go on and on. Anyway, so right, it's right. a fascinating place to be while we wait mm -hmm. for travel to come back. Um, mm -hmm. I also, um, I've been working with, well, I've been in the business long enough. I still say DSM, but mm -hmm. uh, my uh, colleague from, and yours from Alma Waterways, my um, Northern New England or New England rep, Steve Bajika, I think that's how you mm -hmm. say his name, uh, mm -hmm. encouraged me to do a uh, Zoom presentation. Uh, mm -hmm. And we're going to do a series of them. Tonight's the first one. And it's not mm -hmm. a sales pitch. It's, um, it's a slideshow on the colors of Provence, the, um, the trip on the Rhone. Yeah. And it's, it's more... It's titled, I titled it More Than Lavender and Sunflowers. So it's just going to talk about the product and the region and all the activities and the varying activities. I honestly have never been on a river cruise. I've never been on the AMA product. Mm. I, want, I want to yeah. go. Uh -huh. um, so, so it's a series of three. This is the first one. And then we're going to do one on the 2022 Floriad. Uh, is in Amsterdam, and that's going to be a pre or post extension to a Amsterdam to Basel trip. Okay. And then this is so it's going to be consistent the third Tuesday of the next three months. Nice. Yeah. Um, the third one is Christmas market. So, um, and I reached out through social media. I have a meetup, I have a newsletter. Um, mm -hmm. I've got a handful, I, I think a dozen people are registered or more, but um, Steve's, and I've got my Cote de Rhone bottle of wine ready to go, so that's good. Go. Also, wow. um, I love it. Yeah, another thing I wanted to share is that I am an outdoor enthusiast, and I'm a member of the Maine Outdoor Adventure Club, mm -hmm. and I have been on the board in the past, and even the president more than once, but... Um, Last week, they had a newcomer, new member Zoom call for people that are just joining the club, moving up to Maine from other places and have found out about us. And I jumped on that call and there were a lot of questions about hiking and where we go and what are the levels and the activity and everything. So I just said, you know, I was going to go hiking anyway on Sunday. So I posted the hike on the member board. And um, I just just this morning got this um, text from one of the women, the newcomers that mm -hmm. came on the hike. And she said, hi, Nancy, just a quick note to say thank you so much for leading the hike of Cutler Mountain on Sunday. We really enjoyed it. You did a great job of corralling all of us. Hope you instigate another hike soon. So that kind of <laughs> ties in with what you said earlier yeah. about being local. And, you know, the, there's a there's a trick with that organization because they they will not allow me as adventure marketplace even though i was president of this organization to directly market my trips to them i understand their members so but it doesn't prevent other people like friends of mine were on the hike right that had had been with me to South Africa or Vietnam or you know other places or the women sure. walking in wine and they were talking about it with these new people so yeah. it just it was I just thought I'd share yeah thanks you're, you're building your I'm going to put you uh, mute Nancy thank you for sharing it and I wish you enormous success with uh, all of your upcoming events in your whole series with AMA waterways uh, I, I, I want to bring to a couple, couple of words we've got 45 seconds stick with me here that uh, Nancy said you know, Linda started off saying, you know, that she considered them unofficial groups. And I'm here to tell you, don't sell yourself short. They were official groups. Some some, some of us may look at what, what Nancy just talked about and say, well, that's not a group. That's an unofficial group. I, I'm here to tell you it is an official group. Because in the process, Nancy continued to sharpen her skills as a, as a great uh, uh, leader, as a great uh, escort of planning and organizing. You're just building, you're developing your skill sets and you're networking. 
at your networking, even if it's 12 people, six people, you may, maybe you fell short, you didn't get those amenities, Linda, but the bottom line is you did it. You practice your skills, you practice being a leader, People, you're influencing people, and they're gonna check you out, they're gonna look you up, and they're gonna come back to you for more. So every action you take will build your, uh, will build your integrity, will build your, your abilities as a trusted travel advisor, and I, I salute you, I applute uh, you. Wow, <laughs> I should end on that. What the heck is a plute? I don't know, you know what I mean. Salute and applause. It was a combination of salute and applause. So it's all good. So, don't, you know, when, when you think about group travel, especially these days when we, we can't be out doing the things we really love to do, man, there's always other ways where you can continue networking, building your skill sets, and, and build your followers so that you're ready. When that bounce back comes, you're ready. I don't want this to be a woulda, coulda, shoulda moment for you. Now's the time to be doing, don't even classify this, unofficial, big, little. Do anything to keep your skill set sharpened. And as uh, Og Mandino says, uh, persist until you succeed. Persist until you succeed. I'm Stuart Cohn. I've really had fun this Group Sales Car Rock podcast. I appreciate you being here. Our next one is going to be recorded on Tuesday, November 3rd. I hope to see you there. We'll do some more case studies, send them in. Till then, as my grandma used to say, just be well, darling. Just be well. <laughs>